Welcome to the More Podcast with Jordan and Marissa Nordlum, where we talk about more. Everything messy, original, real, and eternal. We can't wait to have you along with us for the journey. There is more. Welcome to the More Podcast with Jordan and Marissa Norton. What is up? Come on. Woo, you're so excited to be here today. How are you doing today, honey? I'm doing amazing because it's a really special day. It is a really special day. I'm so excited people have decided to join us for episode seven of the More Podcast. Can you believe we're already here? Come on, lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. There we go. And you know what? We just want to give a quick little shout out to everyone who is joined the journey, who has watched, who's listened, who's even messaged us some really nice um, it's been incredible. feedback and comments about the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and for joining us in the journey. We're so honored to have your support. And um, we want to say thank you. Continue to like this podcast, continue yes. to share these episodes, and please continue to share it with all of your friends. We want the world to know, and we want to be able to hopefully speak in people's lives, right? And tell them there's more. Yeah, if you know someone that you think could benefit from listening to the more podcast, uh, share it with them. We'd love to and, hear from them also. And shout out to anybody who's brand new to the podcast. This is maybe your first episode listening in. You know, this is uh, an opportunity and a place, and hopefully a community where you can grow as an individual with us uh, as we grow. Right? Yeah, that's and right. In the whole idea of more, we believe there's so much more for our life. If you just started listening today, buckle up, get ready, because this is going to be a great episode of the podcast today. Uh, but today's actually a really special day. It's a really special day because it's September 5th, right? Yes. 2022. And what is it? Six years ago. On this day. On this day, we got married. Come on, that's our anniversary today. It so is. we chose to celebrate with you guys. You know what's crazy too is it is a Monday. It today, is. obviously, and we got married six years ago. It was a Monday as yeah, well. and it was on Labor Day. It, it was. We just Which love Monday. was totally a plug for us because we thought we could always have our anniversary off. So awesome. <laughs> so so happy great. anniversary, honey. Today, happy if you're listening, you. Jordan and I have been married for six years today. Crazy. So crazy. Does it feel like six or does it feel like way more? Oh. Or less. I think in moments it feels like so much longer. Yeah. In other With moments history. it feels like it's flown by. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say if it's shorter or longer. Yeah. I feel like it depends on the season of life. There's times I'll bl- I like feel like I blink and I'm like, how did we get here? How did we get here? And in six family? years, it's crazy. We've lived in how many different places? We've lived in Phoenix as individuals and then we've lived in... Texas. Uh, Texas for our first year and then all the way to the Bay Area in California for about four or five years, yeah. right? And then COVID in the middle of that, obviously like kind of random shuffle mode, different places we were for a few few months here and there. But then obviously being back in Arizona, it's kind of cool. So crazy. First uh, anniversary back in Arizona, right? Pretty much. So it's pretty cool and definitely really exciting to uh, be on the podcast with everybody today. Podcast. Yes, I like so that. excited. <laughs> so today we actually want to do something fun and yeah. we kind of want to talk about marriage marriage let's talk about it because let's talk about it because as we're in our hearts and in our you know are currently in our feels today celebrating our marriage we want to talk about marriage because marriage is beautiful marriage is also messy marriage is also fun but it's also at times hard baby you forgot one it's also sexy yes it is (laughs) (laughs) i get so weird about that uh, (laughs) no it's true but uh and that's also to kind of highlight it's god ordained 
Yeah. Right? Marriage is, is God ordained. It literally is God's creation. Uh, and it's beautiful. But uh, we should give them the title. I think it's really important. It's kind of headlining kind of where we're going in this kind of quick conversation today. Hot button topic. You give it to them. Yeah, absolutely. And we, you know, we're we're seven episodes in now. We're going to pull the bandit off a little bit on this one. We're going to be really cutthroat. I'm not too intense, but I mean, like we want to, we want to, you know, we want to help people. We want to help you guys um, grow. We want to grow. And so the title is simply, you ready to give it to them? You give it. Marriage doesn't suck. There we go. Marriage doesn't suck. That's our title of episode seven. So we're going to jump in. We're going to ask some questions. We're going to have some fun, but this is completely spontaneous and we're just having fun on our anniversary. Yeah, here we go. So, okay, babe, my first question for you today, before we get into why marriage doesn't suck, is what is your favorite marriage memory so far in these past six years? Good question. Uh, We got a chance to go on an amazing trip. Actually, two. Uh, I'll share both of them. Uh, when we were actually newlyweds, like the first five, six months, we went to Australia. So fun. Which is so much fun. And we didn't, obviously, if you go overseas, you want to go for more than just a few days. We went for 10 days and we got to explore all of Melbourne, right? Uh, Australia. And it was an absolute blast. We got a chance to, I don't like coffee, as you maybe have heard in the last few episodes. Uh, but Marissa I drink coffee. a lot of great coffee. Uh, we got a chance to go to coffee shops and go down cool alleyways and just experience the city for multiple days. And that was a really romantic time. But also it was a really cool time for our faith and as we grew as a family in the first six months of our marriage. Yeah. Uh, the other time, which was right when we found out we were pregnant with our first baby, uh, was when we went to New York. And it was like one of the coolest moments. Anytime you go to New York, it's epic. We've only been once. Um, but that time specifically, it was kind of like, um, uh, you know, kind of like a first time experience. You always see New York on movies and, and hear about good things and like the tall buildings. But it was just cool for us to be together by ourselves in New York. First time. Didn't know anything what we were doing. Uh, taking cabs and, and riding the subways. And we were there during uh, Fourth of July. It was so crazy. It was so wild. Um, but it was probably one of the coolest experiences and definitely one of the most fun bonding experiences really really both of those were what was the building we decided to take our uh pregnancy the announcement photo top on? of the rock top of the rock so we did the 85 stories we crazy went to party city in downtown literally like we were looking for a the, baby balloon yeah downtown new york city we went to party city and we bought a balloon that was blow up that we yep. blew up with a straw that said baby and then we went to do the Top of the Rock experience so we could be on top of the world with the news. That's right. And we held up this balloon that said baby and we had someone that was really nice take a photo of us. That was a really fun memory. But that was a really cool trip. We were young. We were just exploring. Skinny. We were yeah, <laughs> we were skinnier. But we were just kind of just having fun. And it was yeah. it, that's a good memory. What about you? Oh, there are so many good ones. So I'll do something different because you did trips that we took. I think one of my other favorite marriage memories for us. Hmm. I think actually, even though this has, and this is what we'll get into when we talk about how marriage doesn't have to suck. I think one of my favorite marriage memories that we've, we've gotten to do so far in the past is actually getting to work together. That's a really good one. I think that's we have the honor and the privilege to do that together. And we've had the honor and the privilege of getting to work side by side or in close fields literally for like the past five years. Right. And that's been 
at times hard and challenging, right. but it's also one of the best and like one of my favorite things because we get to be so close to each other in that way. And, and even right now in this season, which is super cool, yeah. right? We both, both work remote, which is awesome. So we are full-time workers, but also full-time babysitters. And yes, so we it, are. it is a challenge, but it is so awesome being able to be all together in the same house. Yeah. So. Um, it's kind of like COVID never stopped for us. We're just kind of still in that wavelength. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But even though marriage is great and it's amazing and there are so many moments that um, are beautiful and fun and exciting, um, Jordan and I really, you know, have been thinking a lot. And we talked about this even from the moment we got married. People would always tell us like, you know, after you get through the first five years, after that marriage gets much it's better. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Buckle up. Buckle up. You're really going to have to work together. Um, what are some other things people some, would some say? Some crude dudes. I, I went to a, uh, this is, I'm putting some people on blast. I'm not going to name names. I promise. Uh, but I went to a youth camp one time and there was an older, older gent. Uh, there was a few guys who were really excited about marriage, but there was an older guy who was just like, oh yeah, and enjoy your wife. Like she's never going to get prettier. And it's like, excuse me? Like, uh, what is that about, right? (laughs) Uh, I think my wife, and just be honest with you, babe, it's our anniversary. You've gotten more gorgeous over the years. Truly. Even after babies and all those things. So it's just funny. Um, People have a really wrong perspective about marriage. Yeah. And and we see that in our culture and in our society today, even. Um, If you watch reality TV, there's a lot of people that talk about, you know, there's a big dating culture. uh, There's a big hookup culture, but there's not a big marriage culture. Yeah. Uh, Marriage is also seen as taboo. Or even like Um, what about settling down? Or settling down, having a family is totally seen as that. It's like, but almost in a derogatory or bad way. Like, oh yeah, he or she just settled down. Yeah. Got out of the dating scene, you know, officially off the market. And I think that that's, uh, you know, to be seen as something that's like, eh, today. Versus it should be completely celebrated. Yeah. There's a phrase that a lot of people in our culture are using right now, and it's normalize this or normalize that or normalize this. Right. And I think before that phrase was even cool, we did this before it was even a cool thing to do. Jordan and I, even before we got married, after so many people had told us, um, and yes, people told us great things about marriage, but we also heard people talk down about marriage. We decided early on, even before we got married, we want to normalize marriage being awesome. Yeah. We want to normalize marriage being the best adventure of your life. We want people who have been married for 50 years or people who want to be married one day to look at our marriage, to be honest, and be like, whoa. We want marriage like that, right? We want to do date nights like that. We want to enjoy our spouse like that. We want to talk good about our spouse like that. Right, right. Uh, And that's that's the goal, right? Right. That should be what we want. And so when we title this, Marriage Doesn't Have to Suck, I think if you're married, we want you, or at least want to challenge you to think if you've ever thought that, which be honest, we've all thought that at one point. It doesn't have to, and it doesn't suck. Yeah. And if you maybe are single, maybe you're flying solo right now, maybe you were once married, I'm speaking to you, it doesn't suck. So if you're listening right now and you're hearing us talk that, you could be thinking to yourself like, oh, it's so easy for you to say like your marriage seems like it's like the cutest little thing, you're probably like, just like wrong butter, butterflies, <laughs> and, butterflies and just happy times. More like and, butterflies and sledgehammers, right? <laughs> but I think that that's important for us to maybe begin to unpack and to talk about because we want to be on this more podcast, messy, original, real, yeah. and eternal. eternal. We yeah. want to be those things with everybody. Marriage doesn't have to suck. But that doesn't mean that at times it won't be hard. Exactly. And at times you won't go through hardships together. So what is probably, you think, one of the hardest things we've ever walked through? I think um, it's important to recognize that there's going to be things that as you go into marriage, if you're newlywed or if you're older, 
that you're going to walk through and you need to walk through it together. Yeah. And I think some of the hardest things for us specifically, I think we found out really quickly is that we were really, really, really good together. But as soon as we introduced kids, it like yeah. changed everything. So shout out to anybody out there who might be feeling like an amen moment right there. Parenting that is tough. is so difficult. Again, we love our kids. There's no way in the world we'd ever regret being parents or jumping into that season. But uh, was it two any two years ago, two and a half years yeah. ago, we became parents. You know, we have two boys. And it's crazy how life and even the communication model amongst you and me and our family changes and shifts. Um, even thinking about grandparents and how we structure time with them and all these different things, it brings up so many more communication potential disasters yes. that we've had to navigate. And again, we've had blow up moments, but we've also had moments where we were like, wow, like high five. Like we did that really well together. Right. Um, and again, I think that we've had so many, just to be transparent, so many blow up moments. We actually are pretty well versed in, in coaching people through um, how to get through blow ups. Yeah. Um, again, I think we have more experience, to be honest, in the podcast. Okay. Completely honest. I think we have more experience in blow ups than we do in success which I think allows us the opportunity to speak in people's lives. Yeah. And, and that's, I totally agree. And in those blow up moments, I think that there are seasons and times, like you said, we've handled them so incorrectly right. that it's become a learning lesson and a guard for how can we handle them differently in the future and how can we grow from this moment. Um, I think that I would totally agree with you in that. I think some of the hardest things we've ever walked through in our marriage, um, in addition to maybe just struggles with children, struggles with, you know, just kind of figuring out how to parent, how to be a parent, things like that is even financial struggles too. Yeah, um, when, real. I remember when we first got married and we moved to Texas, there was times where we were eating like what felt like popcorn Crazy. or like, you know, living off the remainder of a gift card till we got paid, yeah. scrummaging for a little change, you know? So there were times where money was so tight and we were so young and we were so poor that we were literally just kind of like making our way by. We we are literally our apartment rent. It still to this day like hits me in the gut when I tell people. But we paid like nine hundred bucks a month for our apartment. Yep. Which is so crazy. And it was a gorgeous apartment. It was a gorgeous apartment. Great for a spot. Who would have thought back in the yeah. day? But what's crazy is even within the midst of that, even though we had so little, we felt so rich and we had so much, yeah. but there were times where the financial stress as a new couple, even trying to navigate that, how do you walk through those things? Yep. Um, and those are a lot of reasons people shy away from marriage because of things like we don't have our finances in set. I don't know if we're set out to be parents yet, all these things. And yes, those are reasons you do need to safeguard your heart and prepare right. and become prepared. But it's not to say that you can't walk through those challenges together. I always tell people, a lot of people will figure out who they want to be and then they get married. You and I got married so young, we became who we are becoming yeah. together. Yeah, absolutely. And and as you grow, you change. And it's important to recognize like growing together and changing together yeah. and not even pointing fingers at like, oh, who you used to be was better yeah. or who you used to be was worse. It's about growing together in those challenges. And I think that we can look back six years today and be thankful that we are definitely not where we want to be, but we're definitely better than who we were used to be. Yes. You know? What would you tell a couple that maybe, or a person that's maybe listening right now that would say, you know, I'm really at a hard place in my marriage where my spouse and I are just at neck and neck. We don't see eye to eye. We don't agree on things. At one point, maybe we did, but there's just things that have come up or, you know, risen up. And we just feel like there's so many oppositions facing our marriage. Mm -hmm. How do we overcome 
can we overcome? What would you tell someone that feels at that place today, whether they're dating, but especially if they're in marriage, um, what would you tell someone? I wouldn't tell them anything. I would say, give me your calendar. Yeah. I want to see your calendar because if you make time for marriage, that's good. Then you will experience the fruit of it. Yeah. Bottom line, right? That's a sweet and short answer, but, and I know everyone's uh, schedules can be very difficult uh, and challenging, but truly, uh, Jesus comes first if you're a believer on the podcast, and then your spouse comes yeah. after that. Uh, soccer practice is important, and so is your career, and so is other things that might be extracurricular. Uh, but even over, to be fair with you, on this might be a, a little while coming from a pastor, but your wife comes first even over church attendance. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, you know, we've even had moments where we probably skipped out on a youth service or even a uh, uh, some kind of... Um, church service right. just because we need a time together. Um, yeah. And that's huge. And so um, I would simply say, if you make time, if you're a struggling couple or if you're uh, an individual that's just taking notes like crazy right now, uh, make time for your spouse. One of the biggest things for us in this season, to be honest with you, that's been helpful is been uh, not um, making any excuses for date night. Right. We're, we're at some point. Weekly date night. Weekly, we are meeting together right. without the boys and we are spending time together. Uh, we just went to uh, uh, a movie for like the first time in a long time, and it was, it was really so really fun. fun. We got like a, we shared a pizza together uh, at a local pizza spot before that, and it was just fun. But what's so powerful about that date we just went on, and it, it actually is one of my favorite dates we've been on ever, mm-hmm. is because right before we were going to go out on the date, you know, we were trying to get our kids dropped off. It was a little stressful, to be honest. There's a lot of things, especially if you have kids, when you're trying to go out on a date, parents, finding a babysitter, finding all those things that go, you know. Ha- play into that and I remember we were dropping off our kids and we were like oh we're running a little late we got to go straight to the movie and I told Jordan I said I really just feel like I want to talk like I really really want to talk right now like I feel like we need that time that connection time and we were a little on edge and you know what was so powerful is you honored me saying in that and we actually found a later movie showing that we ditched, wasn't... We ditched the movie. That wasn't much later. We just found a different movie that was probably even a better movie yep. that was showing 45 minutes later, so it wasn't going to throw off the babysitting schedule. We went and grabbed a quick dinner, but we were able to sit down and talk and have that community and literally communion with one another before we then went to go sit in the movie theater and it literally changed the rest of the date night. So yes, I so agree with you making... Like, what's your calendar look like? And then also in that, like finding times to talk to your spouse um, is super important. I have a question for you. What is, and and I I like the answer to this because I already know the answer, but I think this is very helpful. What would you say, and maybe what's God spoke to you before about our marriage, that when somebody could be listening to the podcast now is in a very, very heated place with their spouse. And they don't want to reconnect. They don't yeah. want to go back and, and, and reconnect and say, oh, I'm sorry, or apologize, or those things, right? Even though they both might be at fault. What have you learned to do Yes. recently, or maybe that God's done in you that's helped you come back to me, right, and us come back together? Yeah, it's it's totally common, and it um, happens a lot that in, in a relationship, because you spend so much time together— you can not always see it eye to eye, right? And right. you have disagreements. And when you have arguments, it's um, 
it's totally, you know, an attack that's meant to draw you further away than to draw you together. And most often than not, the argument itself is not surrounding you and I directly. It's surrounding maybe some other influence or something that's influencing our opinion or something else, you know? So it's not always just us coming against each other. But even when it is us coming against each other from, I think, the early days of when we got married, when Jordan and I would have these, like, a heated argument, I felt the Lord speak to me so strongly and he told me, um, Marissa, anytime you're mad at Jordan, I want you to reach out and hold his hand through the argument. She's holding my hand right now, by, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt the Lord tell me, I want you to hold his hand. And I was literally like, are you kidding me right now, God? You told God, stop. I'm not doing that. I, I am so mad. I am not about to hold that man's hand. But what I felt like the Lord was speaking to my heart, and it's been so true ever since, still to this day, is that, <clears throat> excuse me, in that moment... When I hold your hand and I realize it ta- it takes me out of the heat of the moment right. and it gives me almost a 10,000 foot view to say, wow, we're going through something that's difficult right now, no doubt. Right. But God brought us together and look at all he's done in and through us in the past. And it reminds me of the deep love I feel for you and right. the deep love that I felt for you even way back when. Right. And it draws me back to the purpose of knowing I can't hold your hand, but hurt your heart Ooh, at the same time, you know? Come on. And, and and in that moment, when I hold your hand, I feel like, and you know, because you've seen it many times. Mm-hmm. So now whenever I'm mad at Jordan, he'll be like, hold my hand. <laughs> but it is true. And I thank the Lord for speaking that to me because it's been a safeguard for our marriage in many ways and times when things do get heated to be like, hey, there's nothing we can't work out together. Let's hold hands. Let's come back. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. And like we said, we haven't definitely always done that perfect, but I would definitely give that advice to any couple is yep. if you're feuding with your spouse, um, hold their hand, hold your hand and see what God will do in the middle of that. The other thing that I would totally say is prayer. Prayer is a really big thing. And honestly, reading your Bible, I'll notice times where I'm not as much in my word. I'm more fleshy and I'm more prone to maybe be, um, you know, just fleshy with our marriage and, you know, more um, on edge. If, you know, the littlest things, maybe, you know, the house is kind of messy. I feel like I'm doing it all myself. I don't see what you're cleaning up, different things like that. I'm more prone to be that way if I'm not in my word and seeking God. And and then also then seeking your heart and seeing the things you're doing to provide for the family. So, um, so I think it's a dance. Marriage is totally a dance. And there's times where you're going to step on each other's feet, but there's also times where you're going to feel like you're in sync in that perfect rhythm. And it's kind of learning to dance that dance. Yeah. I think our dance is a hip hop dance. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to picture that in my head. That's funny. If it is, you're the good dancer and I'm the one oh, with yeah. two left feet. The beat. Uh, uh. Uh, so I have funny. a challenge before we end today's episode for all the married couples out there. Uh, this is something that's big on our heart and it goes back to kind of the core of why we call this podcast more is, uh, and even kind of came out of this, um, this thing about to tell you guys is the challenge is, um, if you are a married couple, take your woman or take your man out on a date. Okay. Make sure the man pays. It's a family. (laughs) Get it. Uh, But, but I want you guys to dream together. I think that we get so so focused on the day to day. It's so focused on what's coming up. Right. Um, that we lose sight of where we're really going. Right. Right. And, um, here's the saddest story you'll hear today. A couple who gets excited about getting married, they get married, and then after 50 years of hoping to try and plan for their future, their future's already here, and there's nothing to show for it. Wow. Right? 
Um, they had, a, you know, a, a, a fun time growing in love and they had maybe some kids, but they didn't go anywhere. They didn't do anything with their dreams, their ambitions. Right. Um, and again, uh, they might love Jesus and Jesus might love them, but they didn't really use the things that God gave them, right? Yeah. Uh, we did not want that to be said about us and we didn't want to feel like we were going to die with dreams in our heart. And so take your woman out, ask her, what's your dream? If you have, you know, um, time or if it's a coffee shop or if it's something that you guys built into your date night, build time in to say, hey, what are you what are you dreaming for? Yeah, that's What's so the good. crazy thing that no one wants like to hear you say, but like I believe for this business or I believe for this right. nonprofit idea or actually I feel like being part of ministry in this area or this way. Um, just search their heart, even if it's for, for an hour, right? So you good. Know, it could, that hour could potentially change the, the trajectory of your marriage and the future of your whole legacy, right? Yeah, wow. Here on Earth. So that's a huge challenge. But again, small steps can literally lead to huge discoveries. And I'm so thankful that in our marriage, you constantly call the dreamer out of me. That's awesome. You know, you you constantly call that out of me. And um, I think that's such a practical step to leave people with today is, you know, take your spouse out and ask them what their dreams are. And if, if they don't have dreams in this season, help them find them. And pray with them. Yeah. You know, God's the one who gives the dream, right? And uh, ask ask God, yeah. God, what 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 would you have me do? What What is my purpose specifically here on earth? Yeah. And, and, and last thing I'll say today is know that if you feel stuck in your marriage, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel maybe lost or maybe at the end of your rope. Or maybe even feel lied to from the enemy or yeah. feel lied to that like marriage sucks. Like this is over. I that, don't want to be here anymore. That we, we want to break that stigma and we want to remind you that there's always, marriage is always worth the fight. Always. Right? It's always worth the fight and it's always worth fighting for your spouse yep. and fighting with them, you know, to fight for them. Exactly. And so um, just to encourage you today, if you feel stuck, you know, reach out, seek help, seek counseling. I know in the past we've sought counseling mm-hmm. uh, because it's helped us to become back together and be better. So seek those things that are going to help make your marriage better, but, um, and, and go to church together, pray together, all of these things, but know that it's never too late to fix something that seems broken and God can restore and redeem and give you a beautiful love story. That is episode seven. I got a date with my hot wife anniversary. Come on. Here we go. So we'll see you guys next week, but we absolutely love this community and we believe there is so much more. And by the way, Marriage doesn't suck. Let's go.